Hello and welcome everyone back to the Reader Copy Podcast, the comic podcast about comic books. It is Wednesday, June 22nd, I think. My That's name right. is Chris. I'm joined by my co-host, Daniel. We are the champions. We are the champions. Guys, it's a sad week. My uh, favorite basketball team, the Boston Celtics, lost <laughs> the championship. <laughs> So you're saying we are the champions? Yeah, I know. I was just, I just was saying your favorite team, the was it Warriors? How many games did you watch? None. So how can you say we? It's just the song that they played <laughs> at the thing, right? Yeah, the Warriors won. How do you feel about it? Is it not Great. a big deal now? I mean, they have like it's like whatever, right? It's like oh, we've been there, done that. I want more. <laughs> you want more rings? So, uh, like, do they all get, they all get a trophy and they get a ticket home? No. And, oh, really? No. There's one trophy. Is that true? I, th- I yeah. thought, I've seen the, the shots. I felt like there was like a lot of trophies in that room when they're celebrating. Is there just one? Really? Well, they've won four. Oh, that makes sense. That makes <laughs> sense. Okay. And they brought them to the, yeah. sh- to the thing. They've won four in eight years. They've won more in the past too. Oh, they have? Like I more than so, four? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I always thought it was four for like their whole lifetime, their whole, the team's lifetime, whatever. No, there's some way back in like the 60s or 70s okay okay when they're playing against um jackie moon from <laughs> right exactly right right oh he's on their team now actually mm. okay <laughs> do you even know basketball <laughs> do i know of it i don't know him but i know of it so are you you're not gonna go to the parade no i've been to two parades already yeah so uh I, i'm not gonna go literally it's like been there done that and know also last time they won and I went to the parades it was a lot closer oh really they were like physically in Oakland mm-hmm. which is closer to where I'm at but they have moved across the bay now to San Francisco it's a little harder to get to and we're like yeah I don't need to go you know the setup I'm gonna uh, watch it on TV oh yeah just play it on on TV or whatever I love a parade yeah yeah uh, I'm sad to know there's no balloons at the parade there's no like big blown up versions of Stephen Curry or Draymond Green <laughs> that'll be fun to see right yeah they have like like, um, rappers there yeah like they'll who? have like e40 they'll have mr um, fab mr fab's probably there and they'll have last couple times i went they had um mc hammer on a float oh really there's a float with mc hammer and the mayor of oakland <laughs> <laughs> mc hammer he's from oakland yeah oh okay i I just didn't, never knew that he's just you know from a bygone <laughs> era that I, I don't know his past yeah he okay. was bankrupt before you were born what <laughs> <laughs> what are the other rappers that are from the the bay? There's no kick to sneak. Rappers from the Bay Area, Damian Lillard. Do you know that? Yeah, yeah, I do. Doesn't he rap on the um, Hulu commercial? Uh, Hulu Pro Sports. <laughs> yeah, that's him, right? Yeah he he doesn't play for the Warriors, but he's from Oakland and he raps. That's kind of cool. Okay, good for him. I think he's touted as the best NBA rapper. <laughs> I, I disagree. Oh, really? Yeah. Who's the best? Uh, Shaq. Shaq. Right? <laughs> Did he have a record label? He had a record. I think it was called um, Twism or something like that. I don't that. know. You, you got to look that up. He had a video game called Shaq Fu. I know about that. Right? Was it any good? I think it was okay. Was it like... It's it was like blockbuster worthy. Rentable. Yeah. I think I rented it. Okay. Okay. It's it's nowhere near like Mike Tyson's knockout, right? It's like... Oh, no. They're just using the... Punch out? Punch out, whatever yeah. it is. That was before my time too. Yeah. That's a real 
game. Okay, Shaq Fu is just Shaq Fu. I don't even. It's what is it? He's like it. It's they made up a whole like ninja story or something like that. It sounds like those video games you would get and in Happy Meals at Burger King. Like it's yeah. bad quality. I think he would have basketballs, and depending on what power you activate, he'll throw one, and it's like water basketball or fire basketball. Really? I think so. Uh, to be honest, I don't like, remember. That sounds ridiculous enough to be fun. It was kind of fun. I'll admit. Okay. All right. I'll have to look that up. Shaq Fu. <laughs> He's never shy of like putting his name on something. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, Icy Hot. Icy Hot, General, was it General Insurance? General Insurance, Prince or Inc. Did you know something he's... like that? Yeah. Is I think he, Epson. Is right? that like Subway or something? Oh, he's for sure. Like, it doesn't Subway get all the basketball stars? Like, they each have their own sandwich? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm a little sad that the basketball season's over. Oh, really? Yeah. Just because there's nothing to watch now as far as sports? I mean, there's baseball, but I'm, baseball's maybe my like least favorite. Mm. Okay. And then we're going to get into football come end of summer. Football. Oh, uh, fantasy football. All right. Back to that. Fantasy football. Where I am Lightning, the, lightning, lightning. <laughs> I am the reigning champion. <laughs> From everywhere, all, all fantasy leagues. My whole league, I am the champion. All right. <laughs> you, know, you didn't play any fantasy basketball? Uh, this year? Mm-hmm. I did. I was terrible at it. Oh, you did play? Yeah. Okay. Because there's a portion of fantasy basketball and fantasy football where they overlap. There's a good, oh, whatever, two, maybe two and a half months, three months, and where you have to do both. It's the end of football and the beginning of base- basketball? Yeah. So then, like, you, you favor football, obviously. Like, that's what you like. So what you're f- going to concentrate on that. No, what I favor is whichever I'm winning in. Oh, okay. And I was winning in football, so therefore it got more of my attention so I could stay winning. I stay winning. <laughs> uh, Don't tell us I'm skill. <laughs> skill. You know what, skill? Uh, I stay winning, which then made me lose basketball <laughs> too many uh plates to spin okay i i i can't care you can't care <laughs> would you want to go to the parade that sounds fun like do they sell like con candy is it like that no. like a carnival not at all any clowns nope oh all right you Let's just so. you just have to get there five hours early to get a good spot uh and then you're shoulder to shoulder with people during the pandemic um you can't leave your spot to go pee because you'll lose your spot peeing your spot yeah right and so then, then you mark your territory <laughs> and then uh and then the floats go by, which is just pretty much buses with them on top. Oh, is that like, what it's it like is? A, usually like a double decker bus where the top is exposed, and then they'll have like two players each, like like the buses that you go on tours on, like yeah. that type of thing, right? Yeah. And there's probably like twenty five people on top of each bus, so you could barely see the players. Oh, really? It's like two players on each bus, and then their entourage and family and stuff, right? And rappers and rappers. So then it's like, who's on that bus? I can't tell. Whatever. And then they, you get two seconds because they keep going. And then uh, you'll see news reporters, a lot of security. And then about an hour later, it's over. Oh, it's a full hour? That's actually kind of longer than I thought it was. Uh, they have like the a marching parade, band. And the stuff, parade right? is like maybe like an hour, 45 minutes to an hour. But then when they get to the end, there's the whole ceremony and everyone gives their speeches and you know, they have the trophy and stuff like that. But uh, I don't go to that. I go to the parade part so that I can leave and then get home or wherever I'm going to a bar or something to then watch the celebration ceremony. Like, 
I go to the front of the parade. So that way when it's done, like when the last float passes, I leave. I get out of there so I can get to a TV to watch the ceremony just start. Right. So like it's the end of the day for, you know, the celebration. You're kind of just chilling as you're watching the end of the speech. It usually ends around noon. Noon or one. Really? Oh, okay. Okay. That's earlier than I thought. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, So it's it's buses. It's, It's not floats. I mean, there's some kind of floats. Oh, okay. But usually it's buses that I, that I've seen, or I think when the Giants won the San Francisco Giants, it was like cable cars. Oh, okay. Because it's San Francisco, so maybe they'll do cable cars because it's San Francisco. That'd be kind of fun. All right, okay. Tourism, whatever. Yeah. Sound yeah. like you're not interested at all. I know. Is it good for them? Good for them. <laughs> Can you name any of the Warriors? Yeah, I can name a lot Besides of Besides Stephen Curry and Draymond Green and Klay Thompson? Um, name one more. You almost got it. Now I was trying to joke around and think of like an old one, but I can't think of any old ones. <laughs> just, if you can guess an old one, I'd be even more impressed. Right, right, right. Um, Baron Davis? Okay, I'm pretty impressed. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Didn't he date like a like an actress? Maybe. Like I don't know. All right, whatever. I don't care about their lives. <laughs> I just care about their basketball ability. <laughs> those are those are kind of fun when they, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's basketball talk. Yeah. Uh, I guess we're done with that because it's never, their season's over. Yeah. This is Rude Copy Sports Podcast about sports. <laughs> Uh, no, we're a comic book podcast, mm-hmm. and today we're talking not about a comic book. Oh, that's right. Uh, I'll just explain <laughs> what we're doing today. First up, we'll co- run down the comic book news, and instead of the regular comic book this week, we're going to do a fan casting of Fantastic Four. I think that's going to be fun. And then we'll finish for our side stories where we talk about we've been watching, reading, uh, our entertainment we've taken in this week. All right. Um, before we get into that fan casting, let's get into the news. <laughs> Last week, it was revealed that Todd Phillips had written a script and Joaquin Phoenix is coming back to act out that script for the sequel to The Joker. Joker 2. Joker 2, uh, It's I forget the, the French subtitle. Okay, so I have it here. It's uh, Folie à Dois. Folie à Dois? Yeah, I did a way better job of pronouncing it than you t- did last week. Okay, and what does it translate to in English? Uh, so it's apparently a medical term and it's when two people have the same medical disorder, mental disorder. Oh, so we need another person in this script. I guess so. Another Joker? Hmm? All of my guesses last week have now out the window. Out the wazoo? You yeah. Just, it's just like, no, that's not, you're just wrong, Chris. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we guessed, like, what was it? Uh... Willem Dafoe? Yeah, Maybe, probably be not. an imposter joker. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, that's not. I don't think that's going to happen because rumors now, they're in early talks to sign up Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. That seemed out of nowhere, to be honest. Yes, until they also learn that the sequel is going to be a musical. Okay, all right. <laughs> that's so... I guess if you're going to make a musical, you're hiring Lady Gaga. Like Maybe that's a good move, actually. She did A, a Star is Born. That's a song movie, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she's into like the theater musical stuff. Makes sense. She's sure. an actual songwriter, yeah. not just a pop star. And um, Joaquin Phoenix was in um, the Johnny Cash movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Good point. I think it's a totally different style of music. Ah, what's what's Joker music? What kind of music is it going to be? Um, I don't know. Clown music? Singing in the rain type of thing? <laughs> clown music? <laughs> like like, uh, like insane, the box? The insane clown posse. <laughs> 
It's gonna be like that, that like, you know, the box, and then it just pops out. Yeah, that kind of music. I think um, most people are surprised, and also like, I've heard a lot of negative feedback that it's gonna be a musical. But to me, it's like, yeah, I want something really different. So do that. If you just made another similar movie as The Joker that just continued that, yeah, it'd be okay. But now that you're saying it's a musical, like, yeah, I'm all for it. Uh, I think it's interesting that they're doing it. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's for sure going to be bad. It's just seemed, for me, it just seems out of nowhere. Right? Doesn't it just seem like it's like a surprise? At first I thought that. Yeah. And then I started thinking about the first Joker movie. And it does have like interpretive dance in it and yeah. kind of like um, plays with the music a little bit. And I feel like Arthur Fleck expressed himself with his body. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Even when he's at the end of the movie, he's yeah. like dancing on top of the car and a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And um, it's almost like a musical without music. Mm, okay. Now let's just put in the music. Uh, It seems like it's going to, it could be playing around with him being crazy, right? Like him, maybe it's visions of yeah. whatever the, the musical vibe of it's going to feel mm. like, right? Like he's just going to break into dance, but it's really just in his head possibly. Yeah. Or someone head it's a it's a I, I i'm guessing he's gonna be in the mental facility right she is the doctor uh, yeah she's harley quinn yeah right and i think todd phillips is gonna try and do a live action version movie of uh mad love that episode of the batman animated series mm, okay. which is like the best episode i think yeah yeah i mean when you say musical it doesn't have to be like bolt out break into song kind of musical you know what i mean it doesn't have to yeah it could be you know she's singing to herself and we're just listening and then you know the music is just a part of the story okay yeah possibly yeah yeah the the songs have to kind of tell the story a bit too right it's not yeah. just dialogue or whatever yeah i think that's what makes it musical is the the song actually tells a bit of the story right yeah you progress the story with song whatever the lyrics are is kind of telling what's going on yeah in a little bit it least. doesn't have to be like les mis where every line spoken is a like lyric oh yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> what i mean that's true yeah yeah uh, I think they wouldn't do that. No, I, I, that's too much. I don't necessarily think. Maybe that's not Joaquin's strength. I'm wondering mm -hmm. if he's a good singer or not. I the uh, Johnny Cash thing. I think it's a great impression. So it sounds yeah. sounds good. Johnny Cash is barely singing. He's like saying it with tone, with a low voice. <laughs> yeah, I walk the line. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen that movie? Never, never in full. You should watch it. That's a very good movie. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. Just little scenes. But I am totally down for a musical. Something very different something that it's not a superhero movie you know what it's, i mean no it's not that's what i want joker was not a superhero movie true don't make it you know something else like like don't make it into like a marvel movie as i'm not saying that as a negative a marvel movie but that's not what it is right yeah i think uh they figured that out they're are they giving Todd Phillips a really long leash for this? It sounds like it, which maybe is yeah. a good move, right? Uh, made a lot of money for them. Exactly, yeah. It was a, it was a home run. It was also like a, a risk there to make it, I think. Yeah, and I'm saying I'm not saying this is not a risk. Um, changing it obviously comes with risk, and it could be bad. Like, could I? I honestly don't expect it to be better than the Joker because the Joker was so good. Oh yeah, in my eyes, that maybe it's not as good, but I do want to see it. I do want them to make it something different um i want to see lady gaga go full crazy because huh? in her music videos she could get there <laughs> yeah yeah that's true bad romance or something yeah yeah i uh 
is she a great actress? I mean, she, I feel like she's still starting out, which is unfair to say. Maybe like *Star Is Born* was a great movie, and but I, I think, I think she, the heavy lifting of acting there was Bradley Cooper, though. Yes, I agree with that. Have you seen? It was more of a surprise that she did a good enough job. *House of Gucci*. No, no, I watched a few <laughs> minutes of it because I think we're on like a plane, and it was like one of the available movies. Yeah. but I never finished it. Mm. *House of Gucci*. Yeah, it's chic. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I also don't like how people think that a musical has to be fun. Like, oh. if you don't think musicals could be scary, watch Little Shop of Horrors. Like, that terrifies me. Is it scares you? <laughs> yeah. I like the movie. That movie's hilarious. No, I, that gives me nightmares since what? I was a kid. For the big plan? Because I watched it when I was like three years old. <laughs> okay. You're scared of... Feed uh, me. What's his name? Martin Lawrence? What? No, Steve Martin? Steve Martin, yeah. Martin Lawrence? I get, I get the Martins confused. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if Steve Martin was the star of Martin, <laughs> the sitcom? That'd be pretty good. Like, just everything else is the same. Yeah. It's just it's... Replace Martin Lawrence with Steve, Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Do it. <laughs> I bring that back. <laughs> uh, do you have high hopes for this the joker sequel i think um just because i think the joker was such a good movie that i just want i don't know if i'm expecting a whole lot because it, it could turn bad out of nowhere and just not me my vibe uh-huh. so i'm not saying have high expectations but i want it to i just want it to be good i don't i don't know what else to say what do you think i, I do want to see a movie where joaquin is fully overboard from the get-go oh yeah like it took the whole movie of joker to get there now it's gonna start like that i uh i'm wondering if we're gonna barely get any arthur fleck like it's just almost the whole movie he's the joker right well if if gaga starts off as dr quinzel yeah i would assume she would refer to him as arthur fleck and he's maybe like ignoring her or doesn't this is like he's not alive anymore or whatever yeah just kind of not responding to that yeah or just you know he's acting like the joker but without the makeup and he's still that mm-hmm. personality mm-hmm. how does how does he drive her crazy that's what i want to see that's kind of fun too yeah i think the suicide squad movie didn't do a whole awesome job at portraying that yeah it wasn't really explained it was just he threw her into the chemicals unrealistic i think yeah visually looked really cool yeah yeah i think she can do the um smart but also like the new yorker accent of uh harley quinn Mm -hmm. um and also think that joaquin phoenix could get a lady gaga which he could not get a margot robbie (laughs) (laughs) um do you expect any other dc characters to show up like what about like a like a like a hugo strange maybe also works there hugo strange could work yeah maybe in a way it's like a villain in that movie right like yeah he's just kind of a bad doctor while uh dr quinn is a good doctor yeah yeah dr quinn medicine woman uh what other um mental patients could be there could it could just be the whole rogues gallery possibly what about hints of them what about warner brothers discovery president the zazz the zazz (laughs) (laughs) what's the the villain's name is it just it's victor zazz victor zazz oh man (laughs) he's also bald i think yeah they're both bald (laughs) (laughs) you can throw in like a calendar man calendar yeah he seems like he's always inside arkham never out (laughs) i think he's just got he's got a nice setup i think compared Uh to the other prisoners he's comfortable 
Um, yeah, it seems like he has, Todd Phillips has free reign to do whatever he wants now. Yeah. Which I hope doesn't mean it's going to lead to a bad film. Yeah. Sometimes that does. But um, I have faith in, in, in him because Joker was literally like one of my favorite movies. It could still have this kind of older movie vibe to it. I think that's what he's going to go for. Maybe it's going to go for like singing in the rain type of thing. But demented. Demented, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I hope it's good. Speaking of sequels, we also got a glimpse of the villain for the next Spider-Verse movie. Right. Across the Spider-Verse is what it's called. And I think, is it part one? So it's like Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse part two, part one, I think is the idea, <laughs> right? What? Because it's like, there's a sequel, but that sequel's broken up into two movies. So it's, a, I think it's across the Spider-Verse. Okay. Because the first one was into the Spider-Verse. Right. So this is across the Spider-Verse part one. Am I right or wrong? I don't think so. Because I think the sequel of that is Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse. And that comes out the year after already. Okay. So it is just part two. It is just- I guess I guess we'll just- There's no number. Make it simple. It's part two. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then it's just part three is coming soon or they're just very connected. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, you question like, how are they going to do more interdimensional stuff, right? Yeah. I guess they started the whole multiverse trend. Uh, you need something that, in the first one, it was that- uh, Collider. Collider conductor thing that um, Kingpin was working on. Right. That's gone. It was destroyed, right? I think it was yeah. like all the commotion is broken yeah. down. Now, it looks like they're going to get through dimensions- with the powers of the villain, who is going to be the spot? <laughs> the spot. This sounds like a dog. Isn't the spot the logo for Seven Up? <laughs> is it Seven Up or is it Target? <laughs> I think Maybe it's I both. Think... <laughs> you know, like in Seven Up, there's like a red dot. Yeah, I think his name was Spot, and there was a video game about him. Really? <laughs> so I thought it was. Like, it was... I used to play that and Shaq Fu. I thought that was annoyed. <laughs> No, the Noid is from Domino's. Oh, okay. All right. My bad. <laughs> That's the connected universe we need. Yes. The fast food, junk food, mascot connected right. universe. <laughs> Earth's mightiest mascots. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so this character to the spot, I've seen him before in a Daredevil comic book. I think we've done it on the show, um, which is he's his power set is he's he's like a white suit character with a bunch of like spots in him. They look like Looney Tunes spots that you like know holes like holes in reality that he could throw and just like jump through and teleport through. Yeah, he's literally like like a living portal. Yeah. Because then they showed artwork where Miles is pretty much kicking the spot in the chest, but it goes through like a portal hole spot on him. Yeah. And it comes out and his foot is kicking now uh, Spider-Gwen in the face. Oh, I see that. Okay. It is just like, um, you know, it's portals. It's like a Doctor Strange portal or something, but he they're seems, just like on his body. Seems OP. Very hard to defeat this villain. I, it's hard to defeat him, but it's also... If I'm the spot, like it's like seems like hard to control. Right, yeah. You have to think about it, strategize. How do you use yeah. that to your advantage? You ever play the game Portal? Yes. I think it's like that. It's exactly right. It's just like teleporting portals that you can make them do what you want and use them in a lot of different ways. It looks like Miles is dodging these spots or throwing at him. What does that mean if you get hit with a portal? Like, are you just like ripped in two or whatever? I think he could literally like push you into another dimension if you wanted. Oh, okay. So that's why now we're going across the Spider-Verse. I think he's not in control of where he wants to go. The spot is like 
getting rid of him by pushing him through his portals. Interesting. Okay. Okay. What I don't know this character too well. Like, what's his motive? What does he even want? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool way to int- like connect things, right? Yeah. Um, I like how the artwork in the concept art is because it's from the teaser we got. We know it's going to look a little different than the first movie. Oh, like visually, like yeah, like a uh, design. Yeah. So now I think it's because of the spot. His spots are almost like ink blots, and right. now it's like bleeding throughout the whole design of the the movie. Pretty dope. Pretty like I remember we're gonna get into it. we get to like a Spider Man twenty ninety nine's world. Yeah. And it does have a different art style to it mm-hmm. instead of the CG type of thing, which exactly. is a lot of the stills that I think we're getting at that style now. So I think the the team that Miles has here um, returning is Spider-Gwen mm-hmm. but also now like you said 2099 Spider-Man which is played by Oscar Isaac Miguel O'Hare and then um, Jessica Drew who's Spider-Woman played by Issa Rae and this Spider-Woman is pregnant just like in the comic book <laughs> oh is that oh yeah she does become pregnant like yeah. that's fairly recently okay. there's a story arc where she's a superhero but she's pregnant the whole time wow okay yeah I think that was like the, the cover right of one of the issues yeah so I think they're gonna use that version of her in the movie okay cool cool uh to be honest i still don't get the connection of spider woman and spider man but it's by name only i think (laughs) inspired by that uh okay uh how why would there be like two different movies connected it's like like, again i think they're making up the same time it's uh yeah it's like lord of the rings they're making them right on top of each other i don't know maybe the spot is the villain for both or is is in both but there's a bigger villain later i i don't i don't know why maybe it's just easier for them yeah yeah it sounds like it's a lot more expanding the work Mm. involved in making these yeah they said that first movie had 40 character models and, right, and they're they're making the movie, and now there's 240, which so six times more, six times more. But again, <laughs> like doing two movies at the same time in a way. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So okay, that could be why. Another reason why I think they do these is when the ending ends, maybe with like kind of a cliffhanger. Yeah, that's usually why they do like a part one, part two. So my guess is that movie ends with maybe Miles alone and the other Spider characters, his team in this one either get captured or lost in another dimension or something and he needs help because he's alone now so who comes back spider b parker parker peter b parker (laughs) (laughs) michael b jordan michael b jordan comes back that's Um, killmonger (laughs) but um right peter b parker from the first one will come back to help him just he returns okay because he maybe he figured his life out in in his own universe and now he's yeah come back and help out yeah because uh i think He's not in this one. Heavily, yeah. Yeah. And maybe by the third one, we get like all the Spider-Men back. Okay. It's like a big crew. Like all the Spider-Mans at different universes have to help out. Even ones from not in the movie, like we'll just throw them in at the end of this big spider battle. It could be like the Spider-Geddon, right? Yeah. Whatever storyline that is. uh, Like there's a rock or Spider-Man. We'll get the Spider-Man that has the silver suit thing that you get in the Mm -hmm. video game. All, All these different things. And just have them the all Spider-Man that just looks like a spider. I was not do that. Yeah, that, that. one. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of people. This is just fans like wilding out, but considering there's so much more. Like it seems like he's jumping around even more in this interdimensionally. Yeah, could they connect to this to the live action? Oh, Spider-Man stuff. Like, what if they use this? Just use this as the origin for Miles Morales, and when we finally see him in live action, it's the same Miles Morales, but he's just a real person. I. I mean, if you're talking about multi-dimensional stuff, yeah. In Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, there's a scene 
scene where they're falling through different dimensions. And there's one where they're animated. There was? Oh, yeah. okay. I know there's one that was like paint. Yeah, no, there's one where they're drawn. Cool. Like, cell. It looks kind of like Spider-Verse really? animation. But do I want that? Not really. I don't want... I want them to introduce Miles properly. Okay, okay. That his own like legitimate origin. Yeah, I want live action, Tom Holland to pass down the mantle to him after three more Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. That, that's a good point. Tom Holland specifically as the actor to do it instead of the animated one. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, it's just some wild fan uh, rumors that that was uh, kind of fun, to be honest, because I I think Sony saw the Spider-Man anime thing as maybe, maybe a long shot, not as successful as it was. And some people, it's their favorite Spider-Man movie. Yeah, and I think the second one is going to be just as good. And um, yeah, honestly, it's better than most Spider-Man movies. <laughs> Nowadays, yeah. Yeah, so I don't want them to merge the two, though, but I, I, I like watching the... Spider-Verse movies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we could get maybe more... I think I was going to say uh, Chris Pine, Spider-Man, but I think he... Um, like, he pretty died, died in the first 15 okay. minutes. <laughs> That's right. I forgot. <laughs> well, if we can go to another universe where that would Spider-Man's fine, <laughs> you know? Possibilities are endless. Uh, I believe this movie comes out end of this year, right? It yeah. premieres on June 2nd, 2023. And okay, it's so next year. Uh, premieres March 29th, 2024. Uh, okay. Originally, it was supposed to come out October of this year, I think. Oh, pretty soon? Yeah. So huh? now All they're right. pushing it to June of next year. Uh, it's going to be the biggest. This is going to be the summer movie next year. You think so? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> MCU, get out of the way. Yeah. Especially because uh, I think The Flash is competing with it. And I, don't I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen there. It's amazing they're putting it out. Like, I, I mean... Well, they filmed it they already. They filmed it right. I'm just saying that they're not... It's it, there's so much drama behind the scenes. It's just but Hollywood kind of sometimes does weird things, and they kind of have no choice. Yeah, and to the to the outside viewers, Hollywood, there's a lot of things that the viewers don't know about Hollywood, right? Okay, and what goes on behind the scenes and why they do the decisions they do, and it seems laughable to us sometimes, right? So. What Disney and Marvel's gonna do is actually open the curtain and reveal the, the behind the scenes of their decisions in Hollywood with a new series called Wonder Man, which is supposed to be a satire like Hollywood uh, TV series. Oh my gosh, that, that was. Ooh, I got there. <sighs> Took a long breath there to get it out. I made it. I made it. Uh, we're here, guys. I'm <laughs> into the next news topic. <laughs> so we're getting a Wonder Man Disney Plus show. That was, that's pretty much the gist of it. Gotcha. <laughs> Wonder Man, uh, maybe some would call a second tier Marvel hero. If that. If you think about the Avengers, I think he's a big part of the Avengers, to be honest. He's always in the background. He's on, he's on, on the, the panel. Team. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I always see him like... In the comics, yeah, you'll see like Thor and Iron Man talking, and then Wonder Man's in the background. He's he's there. He's hovering around. Yeah, he's All a right. seat filler. <laughs> he's a bench warmer, maybe. <laughs> but uh, Wonder Man, you're not excited for this at all. You're like, I'm excited for it because the, the the take that they're doing on it. So uh, what I know about Wonder Man mm. is apparently he was like um, an industrialist son, like Tony Stark was. Sure. So like his dad was like a rich guy that made uh, munitions or whatever. And when Wonder Man took up the business, he kind of crapped out and just it decided failed. to embezzle from the company. Yeah. And then he went to prison. Yeah. And then he becomes an actor at one point. Like a Hollywood actor. Yeah, this is, his name is like Simon Wilson, I think. That's right. He becomes a Hollywood actor who also has superpowers. He ends up getting superpowers, right? Um, so he is both an Avenger and an, a famous actor. 
okay. And that was after he got powers, right? He became became yeah. super think, um, star. Think about like uh, Johnny Cage. <laughs> oh, okay. Mortal Kombat. Right. <laughs> like like you, you're on the side, you're you're combating morally, but <laughs> also your superstar is your yeah. main job. Yeah. Um, so I think with shows like Miss Marvel and even at some points Moon Knight, and um, from what I'm hearing, the way She-Hulk will be, uh, Disney is leaning closer towards the funny side Real? of right. superheroism, right? And this. I hear is going to be, imagine like uh, if superheroes were real in our world and then you made a show about it, like Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, <laughs> like you poke fun at it like the whole time. Yeah. Or, okay. Uh, like imagine. That's like, a surprise for me. Like there's a world where the superheroes are real. Wouldn't you make movies about them like we do now? <laughs> right, right, right. So I think that's what this show is going to be like. This, they're making a movie like maybe he's a made-up character in the world as Wonder oh. Man, and Sam Wilson is the actor playing him, and he's you know acting <laughs> as like a hero. Sam Wilson, no, no, Simon, Simon, Simon Williams, Simon Williams is playing him, and then uh, and then maybe he does get powers. I don't know. Okay, okay, I'm wondering how the heck he's gonna get powers. It sounds like a lot of it was the origin with uh, Baron Zemo. I don't know his origin because yeah. I honestly don't really like him. The most I know about Wonder Man is didn't they use him to make Vision? <laughs> yeah, they use his brainwaves to make Vision. And uh, to be honest, I don't see the connection at all. Like, I don't get like it what brain patterns are we talking about? Is that why in the comics, does he have a crush on Scarlet Witch? Oh, Wonder Man. It's almost like a love triangle. And then it oh, but okay. really like it's just Vision and Scarlet Witch. Wonder Man just in there. <laughs> He's a loser. Uh, I, I have no idea what the character's like personality like. Is he just kind of like a like a handsome movie star that's just like thinks highly of himself? Is that possible? I don't know what he's like in the comics. I don't really read a lot of Wonder Man stories. But in the MCU, maybe they make him like a douche <laughs> that by the end of it is likable because he has to go through this story arc that where he gets powers or something. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Imagine like a Hollywood bro and maybe he gets powers and chooses to be a hero over life of being a movie star. Uh, with the, like the Baron Zeebo connection, I'm wondering if he could possibly show up on the Thunderbolts and huh. be become a Thunderbolt, not necessarily because he has evil intent. He just wants to be kind of famous. And the Thunderbolts are like, <laughs> the like new the Avengers. new Avengers. Yeah. So it's like, oh, that's some clout I could grab too. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. As far and then, as, and then yeah. that's when he learns to be like, I like being a hero. I think also I'm, what I'm realizing now is MCU, Marvel, and Disney, they're, they don't hold the comics super preciously. They don't mind changing things. Nowadays, yeah. Yeah. Moon Knight, you know, Stephen Grant, that's not how he is in the comics at all. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. They, they change them completely. Miss Marvel's powers from the comics and the show, completely different. Yeah. I mean, like the Avengers, they're going with the like ultimate Avengers takes. So it's not yeah. necessarily the classic version. Yeah. So Wonder Man, they could change whatever they want and almost no one will know. <laughs> <laughs> no one will know. <laughs> Don't be suspicious. <laughs> no, one, no one will care. Yeah. <laughs> no one will care. <laughs> but my guess is they're going to make a show about making a movie of superheroes in a world where superheroes are real. And it's going to be funny, like tongue in cheek, like you're poking fun at Hollywood, kind of. Right. Okay. It's almost like Deadpool. It's almost sure, fourth wall yeah, breaking. Exactly, yeah. 
but it's uh it's always making fun of themselves because they're the ones making these blockbuster movies true yeah yeah, yeah. i think they can be pretty funny it's gonna be like uh poking fun at themselves right i think that's the purpose of it the the guy that's producing it destin daniel cretton so he's the guy that did like shang chi right right so i'm wondering i don't know i'm gonna look, I'm gonna look up what he what else he's done but shang chi was a was a hit yeah right i liked it yeah um yeah it's are you feeling like too much too much uh marvel stuff yeah it's like there's more unannounced mar like there's more in production marvel stuff than stuff that's we've seen already i feel like (laughs) (laughs) maybe it's watering it down a bit with all the shows yeah i think the shows the shows are what i'm talking about like yeah everybody's getting a show now i agree i think it's a little bit watering it down not that it's um not necessarily getting worse or they're just getting it's just they're too frequent yeah you know because like i didn't want to be the complain about a wealth of too much stuff but yeah but in like the last two or three months they've announced what is it like the echo series Mm -hmm. daredevil reboot now this wonder man i believe season two of loki has started production i think oh it did pre-production so like there's a lot happening down the pipeline still and that's just marvel yeah specifically disney plus stuff yeah i guess i guess it's good (laughs) (laughs) i have to watch it though yeah so it's more on my plate but that's that's fine wonder man I kind of like the idea of him, but now I'm just like, he's see his second tier. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of hoping he's a character that we see in the show and then not in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> the first one of that. Yeah. That time. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, let us know what you guys think about Wonder Man by subscribing to the Reader Copy Podcast. We have the recap going on for Miss Marvel. You won't want to miss that. And then the regular show we have every Wednesday. Just hit subscribe in your podcast app to get those in your feed. Absolutely. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. What was your favorite piece of comic book news this week? Find us on all the social medias. We're at the Reader Copy Podcast. All right. We don't have a comic book to break down this week, but we do have um, casting news. I guess it's fan casting, so it's not real news. Let's get into it. We're not doing a regular comic book today. That's right. We're doing something special. We did this in the past once where we casted uh, our picks for an X-Men movie. Oh, yeah, that's right. Casting, fan casting. My picks probably won't work anymore. <laughs> I forgot who you picked. I wanted Army Hammer to play Cyclops. I don't know. I think it's not. It's going to take time, if anything. Oh, you think so? I think it's possible. I think X-Men's not going to happen for a long time. So it maybe I'm right, but... Uh, Hollywood will have to judge. Fantastic Four is coming closer than I thought. Yeah, I think. You know? It's yeah. It's getting faster and faster. The reason I want to do this fan casting is today that the show is dropping, June 22nd. Yeah. Multiverse of Madness is going to be streaming on Disney+. Plus. Oh, what does it have to do with anything? Spoiler alert. There's a version of Mr. Fantastic in that movie. What? Spoiler. He's, he's part of the Illuma Aunties. <laughs> Right, another super team on Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah. Love it. So before it's too late, before they beat us to the punch, we want to give our picks for who we want to cast for a real Fantastic Four movie. That's right. We're going to be casting the four of them. But on top of that, we wanted to do a villain um, and then also a possible director for the movie. Yes. Originally, it was supposed to be John Watts, director of the right. Homecoming Spider-Man trilogy. That's true. Yeah. And then he, I think he left his proposal for what he wanted to do for Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. but he's bowing out to do a Star Wars show. It was like, all right. Which I think is a good move. I, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm wondering 
wondering how much they would have paid him for another Marvel movie. I'm curious about that. Well, it's what yeah. I guess at that point, it's just artistically, what do you want to make? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like for me, if you said you could do a Star Wars project, that almost trumps everything. Okay. When you think about it, he already did three Spider-Man movie. Yeah. And Spider-Man, that's something you could like, yeah, I definitely want to do a Spider-Man thing. But Fantastic Four, like, uh, I don't know. That's, yeah. I it's have like, to they're do too that. spacey. I don't want to do space stuff. <laughs> space no, no, no i want more down to earth yeah yeah stars <laughs> so in the past how we've done this is um we'll take turns like announcing our picks for sure. for the characters running down on cast yeah uh we also like done list episodes this is kind of like a list episode a little bit yeah in yeah. a way um and then we also wanted to give like kind of like a vibe of the movie and how it would fit in the general mcu as a whole yeah and maybe where we see it you know timeline piece, wise timeline wise and how it affects the rest of the universe moving down the line i guess yeah okay yeah yeah i mean when we bring up our directors we can give the vibe of it yeah right marvel it's a whole connected universe but they each have their like, their own takes on the characters right definitely and and I, some of the best parts about being in a shared universe is the interactions with other characters right sure. so how they would interact with other characters may be part of it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah that could be an element we want to talk about yeah i'm gonna say my pick is gonna win it's not a competition <laughs> but maybe mine would win i <laughs> my, honestly my team seems like a ragtag team i okay. don't know if they'd all is cohesive but I think they kind of work per role. This okay. was honestly, it was kind of hard to do it for me because everyone's in the MCU already. That's true. <laughs> it yeah. feels that way. Like, I would have cast myself as Reed Richards, but how am I in the MCU? Like, <laughs> everyone's in there. Uh, before we get started, are you a fan of the Fantastic Four? Um, no, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm a big fan. We've done one FF Fantastic Four comic, and that was great. It was because it's like just bring it to the modern age, right? Yeah. Everything was pretty new and fresh vibe to it yeah i can't say i'm a huge fan of the first family what about the previous movies i'm I'm honestly not sure if i've seen any one of them whole really not even the first one maybe i think i did i think i did but i can't tell you what happened <laughs> did you see the fan four stick one actually yeah i think i finished that one and it was it was not great it was just uh felt like a throwaway movie talk about everyone's in the mcu like yeah other people in the fantastic four movies have already like doubled up in roles and now are in the mcu right old fantastic four right movies. get me in a freaking johnny storm casting and then <laughs> i'm gonna be an awesome mcu character down the road <laughs> all right um so like you said we're Casting all four members plus a villain and then choosing a director. Yes. Do you want to say the director at the end? Like, uh, what's up to you? Whatever okay. you want. What do you want to do? Do you want to do just the main four first or do you want to alternate? We pick whatever we want and we'll talk on that. Uh, I think it'd be better if we alternate by like talking about the same characters. Yeah. So why don't do you want to go first? Okay. Okay. I'm just going to go with the main guy, the, the leader. I want to talk about Reed Richards, mm-hmm. Mr. Fantastic. We've seen a version of him already in the MCU. That's right. Right. Spoiler alert. But uh, Mr. Fantastic, he's like, when you bring him next to like Tony Stark. Yeah. Bruce Banner. Right. I still think Reed Richards is the smartest guy there. Yes. Like I think he's just the ultra genius. Um, Almost like the stretchiness doesn't even, it's like, it's, it's, he could do that, but it's not that big of a it's deal. not his main thing. His main thing is he's just his brains, right? Yeah. He's the reason why the Fantastic Four have their powers in the first place. He's the one that plotted like the mission to go to space 
space and you know cause their okay transformations right mm-hmm. um and so my read richards i decided to pick so he's a, he's like the smartest guy right like the smartest yeah. in the universe okay he's definitely asian <laughs> Okay, you said it. Not I'm me. picking Henry Golding okay. as as Reed Richards. I think that's a good pick because he's he's lanky, he's tall. Is I this think Snake Eyes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Snake <laughs> Eyes. I think he, I, he he could be a leading man. I think he's a leading man. Um, I think he could be a hero too. I think you could trust uh, Henry Golding. And I, I can believe he's super smart, I think. I think in like Chinese culture, number four is like a lucky number also. Is it? <laughs> I think so. Well, that's perfect casting then. <laughs> I think it's number one perfect thing. So I, I pick him. Um, what else? I, I just felt like that's the right move. Smartest guy in the universe. He's got to be Asian. Okay. Um, do you want to give like the timeline or like where you see this fitting in the MC or do you want to save that? Uh, well, I, I'm going to leave it for later for mine. Okay. Yeah, right. You go ahead. You go ahead. All right, well, I, I'll also go with Reed Richards. Um, I say he did a good job, so don't mess with it. I'm just going to pick John Krasinski. Really? Okay. Yeah. It's what the fans wanted. Uh-huh. They got it. And if you change it now, oh, man, the outcry. True. Yeah. The fans loved it. The, everyone was clapping in the theater, right? Yeah. It was the best surprise from that movie. Yeah. Um, and you, were, think, you were questioning it before you yeah, saw him. But honestly, like, I could see it. Now. Yeah. After I saw it, I could see it. <laughs> I could saw it. Um, can he pull off being like a super genius? Yeah. That's the question. Uh, I think maybe. Mm-hmm. I still see Jim Halpert. But he's going to do that weird face into the camera like, hmm. Black yeah. Bolt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I he does look lanky. He does. <laughs> yeah. He does look. I mean, he's, he got kind of buff for his like action movies now. Yeah. He could pull it off. I think. I think he's not just a comedy guy, right? He's not just the office no. character anymore. He's taking on more serious roles. He's directing, so he's taking the movie, th- just the movie general thing, more serious yeah. than you'd assume when you first meet a Jim Halpert. You yes. know what I mean? <laughs> I just think if you were to show him as Mr. Fantastic, which they did, and then to change it later for the real movie. Oh man, the, <laughs> oh, you're asking for it. You're asking. Talk about like the biggest internet complaints ever. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm asking for it. <laughs> right. No, but I know what you're saying. It's pretty. I think if they did it, they're gonna use them again. Yeah. But I was just like, I'm just gonna stretch and you sure. pick oh, someone else. You're gonna stretch. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I think they're gonna pick him, and then I based off my other character casting from him. I see. all right. So uh, you'll I try to work around him. So we'll see later who I pick, but uh, that's how I kind of built my team, I guess. That's a good starting point. The, you know, the crux of the whole movie, I think. Yeah. You can uh, go, you want to pick your next character and then we'll, okay. yeah, well, zigzag that way. If, if you got to read Richard, you got a Mr. Fantastic, you need a Mrs. Fantastic. You need an invisible woman. Mm-hmm. Now... The internet wants his real life wife to play her. Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. Yeah. She was almost in the MCU already, which I think she would have been a better um, Black Widow maybe than Scarlett Johansson. Possibly. We, we've had so many movies with Scarlett already that it's kind of hard to unsee it. Sure. But she could have done maybe the Russian accent, Emily Blunt. Yeah. But I didn't pick her. Oh, right. Because um, I like them so much that I don't want any added stress in their marriage. You don't think it's easier? They're at the same set already? Imagine if you casted them, right? And they signed on for like a six movie contract. Oh, yeah. That is long. And then they get divorced 
after like two movies, you're going to make them do four more movies. Oh, I don't think I Disney no would idea. take that risk. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Um, actor couples break, all, break up all the time, yeah. right? They've worked together in movies together. He directed her and, yeah. you know, in A Quiet Place. Yeah, but I just think they're not going to take that risk. It's a big uh, commitment. Just think like you can't make a movie with Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie anymore. You're right, sure. Dang it. Dang <laughs> What are we going to do with Mr. and Mrs. Smith 2? Yeah, it can't be done. Uh, Too risky to do. Darn. (laughs) Too risky to cast her, right? Yeah. So I got to pick someone else. Now, I picked someone that I believe Sue Storm has to be almost more important than Reed Richards in Mm. the grand MCU. Sue Storm is kind of like the gateway for all the other superheroes into the Fantastic Four. I feel like they see her as like the heart of the team. Sure, yeah. She holds them together. She's almost the reason why they're all together because like Johnny Storm's her brother. Right. And I feel like she has to be hold her own against all these super geniuses and stuff like that. And the Captain Americas and Captain Marvels of of the universe. I agree. Uh, So I wanted someone that could have that stature. And I picked Vanessa Kirby. Oh, all right. Vanessa Kirby. She's in um, Hobbs and Shaw. She's in- (laughs) Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. In Mission Impossible, she's definitely like the boss, right? Yeah, yeah. She has like her own team. Mm -hmm. And then she's British. In it. But she can do an American accent. She did one in a movie called um, Piece of a Woman. Oh, yeah. It's like kind of a a period piece, right? I don't think so. I'm thinking about a different movie. Okay. Okay, That's probably why. I'm thinking about the movie with uh, Kate Waterston. (laughs) Piece of a Woman. I believe I don't know what the movie's about but it's a serious drama and she was nominated for some stuff okay but okay so and, she's a serious actor and she stayed I read she stayed in American accent throughout the whole filming of that to not lose it oh she's doing uh, method acting yeah did so she, she can pull off an American accent did she give her cast members rats like like joke like Jared Leto did like Americans do right like <laughs> <laughs> method acting so pretentious <sighs> I think she could pull it off. She is a lot younger than John Krasinski. John Krasinski is, is she? 42 and she's 34. So eight years, but I think it's it's passable. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's possible. I mean, Reed Richards is supposed to look a little bit older just because he's whiting it some, sometimes. Yeah, like his, his hair. hair. Yeah. Not his skin. It was. His y- teeth. Y- yeah. <laughs> his teeth. He's whitening his teeth. But yeah. He's trying to stay young, so he's whitening his teeth. <laughs> Um, so in comparison, he'll look older. Maybe that's maybe yeah. a good thing in a way. Okay. So that's that's who I picked for Sue Storm. Him and her and John Krasinski. She's kind of tall already. We need readers to be tall, look tall, like lanky. I guess he's gonna stretch anyways. Uh, yeah, he's gonna be tall. Okay, okay. My Invisible Woman. I, I think it's the same points you said where she has to be strong when uh, maybe putting in place these geniuses or these villains, even when she comes up against them, right? Yeah. Um, and she is, I think she's the sensitive type where she can uh, lend a helping hand to even her teammates. I think she's like the one with the best head on her shoulders, not the smartest one, but the best stable one. Like when we get the thing, I think he's kind of, he's sad about what he looks like. And then Johnny Storm's immature, right? Yeah. Uh, Susan Storm is the one that's, uh, has everything together. I'm picking Lily James. I think that's- From Pam and Tommy? Yeah, <laughs> okay. exactly. I think she, she could fit that role. I, I liked her in Baby Driver. Okay. Yeah. Right. I think um, 
I liked her in Cinderella. Oh, I've never seen that one. <laughs> I, I, a, a blonde woman that I think fits the role for Susan Storm. I think she can fit that role perfectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm wondering if there would be chemistry between her and uh, Henry Goulding. I'm curious about that. Is I, she also British? She is also British, so they can relate on that. I don't think she's Malaysian, but <laughs> 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 I think there there could be some chemistry there. Um, they are kind of already like an odd couple, right? Like Reed Richards is kind of all about his work. And I think uh, Lily James, I can see, I can just see it. Like he's like at the computer table or whatever, like looking at his big screen, like gigantic mm-hmm. full screen monitor. And she's like, you have to be here for the family, for you be yeah. here for the team, right? Mm-hmm. Like be Pull away from, t- take your blinders off in a way. Okay. I think I think she would be good at job at that, at being kind of emotionally stable for the team. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so that's my pick. I, I think it would be, be a, a stretch for her as being like a strong character. Mm-hmm. May, that might be a stretch, but I want to see what these, these actors can do. Yeah, I, I went through a list of actresses mm-hmm. in Hollywood, and there's a lot that I was just like, no, it wouldn't work. Right. Yeah. Did you have any, so far, have you had any uh, runner-ups for these two? For Mr. Fantastic, no. I just wanted John Krasinski because I-, I Sure. I don't want the internet to hate me, but I also consider Rebecca Ferguson. Oh, right. Of also Mission Impossible fame. <laughs> yeah. But um, Vanessa Kirby, I think, is a better choice. I agree. I think I think it's a good choice too. I was thinking Evan Rachel Wood from Westworld. Sure. Yeah. I thought that could be a good fit if she could be a strong woman, you know, in a way. Yeah. 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 She was already like pretty powerful in Westworld. If you think yeah. about it. Okay. So my next pick is for the thing. Okay. Ben Grimm, right? The big galoot. I wonder if we have the same pick possibly i think so go ahead um i'm just gonna say who i I, I casted i casted john cena okay i didn't oh okay (laughs) well he already looks like other other thing (laughs) he is a thing uh we've seen him in peacemaker yeah and that's really like funny like show right like he's goofing off and being funny but it's a lot half of it is like really sad like he's a sad character right right yeah and i think ben Grimm is the most tragic of this group sure he's if if everything was back the way it was before they get their powers everything's just fine he's like the happy-go-lucky guy he's just a big galoot he's not the smartest on the team he's just like simple in a way but when he transforms into the thing he's kind of sad and Mm-hmm. unhappy about how he's different from everyone else things like that and I think John Cena can do that <laughs> I think he has the like the the chops to play that sad character we've seen it in Peacemaker yeah know? he is a better actor than I thought right right so I think he can be a good Ben Grimm I'm wondering if maybe we'll do the whole thing where we uh, before the transformation we have a different actor like body double to play like the skinny <laughs> version that'd be kind of interesting like we're doing the Captain America type of thing they before. can just CG him big so it doesn't have to be a big actor they could we could but i just felt like he actually fits that role of a ben Grimm after everything sure okay you know and another like odd couple like a weird duo is reed richards and the thing like yeah. the smartest guy and kind of a a regular old guy mm-hmm. the john cena and henry goulding again it's like why are they friends but yeah. it's like perfect okay. for what we're trying to do yeah i guess okay Th- that's my the thing my thing I went with um, kind of a Hollywood's new up-and-coming actor. Oh, all right. Who's that? Uh, Alan Richson, who played... Alan Rickman? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, ben Grimm uh, is, like you said, the, maybe the most tragic character. Yeah. So I picked Alan Richson, who is 
he's in that Amazon Prime show, uh, Reacher, Jack Reacher. He yeah. plays Jack Reacher. Right. He's also in the Titan show. He played Hawk. Right. Yeah, yeah. I realize now. He also played a Ninja Turtle. A Ninja Turtle, uncredited. <laughs> uh, so the way I'm spinning it is uh, before the powers and stuff, he's like a pretty boy. Oh, right. interesting. Okay. Which Alan Richton is pretty. <laughs> sure. And then, and then when it becomes a thing, he's almost like a monster, right? Yeah. So he's now can't rely on his looks. He hates how he looks. Sure. Um, he's jealous of all the other Fantastic Four because they didn't change their appearance. They have superpowers, but are, look the same. Yeah. He's also a bigger dude. Like he, this guy's huge. Like he's yeah not human looking. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think is more outrageous, John Cena? Well, John or Cena, Alan Rickman. John Cena Rickson. is an action figure. <laughs> Still, this guy's huge. Still. Yeah, this guy's huge. But uh, yeah, I, I played it as like he was like really handsome at first. Interesting. And then now looks like a monster. Okay. Okay. He is a pretty boy. He, uh, I, I heard he gained like 40 pounds of muscle just to be Reacher. Did you know that? Oh, wow. It's not a lot. That's that, it, like, 40 pounds of muscle. It's, it's muscle. hard. It's just muscle. Wow. Okay. Uh, I, I believe it because he's huge in that show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but him playing with Ben Grimm, I can believe, um, don't you think that's kind of what the Johnny Storm is, like the pretty boy? Yeah, so that's why I'm playing off, because Johnny Storm and and uh, Ben Grimm have like this friendly competition kind of rivalry. All right. So now Johnny Storm's like, ah, you're like the ugly one now. Oh, okay. He's kind of a jerk. Yeah. Oh, okay. They could bring some drama to the team. Yeah. Uh, like I said, Alan Richson, I think that's how you say his name. Yeah. Because there's a T in there. Richson. Yeah. <laughs> Richson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like he's up and coming. He's in the next Fast and Furious movie. Oh, he is. Yeah. Wow. He's playing the John Cena now. <laughs> <laughs> this is my other brother. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I honestly have a feeling like he's going to be the MCU. I don't know if it's definitely the thing, but <laughs> he's, he's the he's the mold that Kevin Feige likes. I think. Okay. All right. Yeah, he he seems like a star out of nowhere. I yeah. think he's also a guy that's been like plopped in like different. He's been like a TV actor. I think he played Aquaman in Smallville. Yeah, right. And honestly, in Titans, he's like my favorite character in Titans, and he I agree. Sh- showed his acting ability in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he just like ramped it up. Like I'm gonna be like after the, the burn that was Ninja Turtles. He was like, I'm gonna be a serious actor. Yeah. Maybe still action movies, but like, yeah, I'm gonna make it. You know. So that's my pick for. Ben Grimm and I'm playing it like, you know, like Beast in Beauty and the Beast. You handsome turned monster now hates how he looks. Yeah, right. But when, you know, someone needs him, he'll step out of the shadows. Yeah, I think of him, Ben Grimm is actually the heart of the team. Because yeah, okay. he's, he's like moral, I, I feel like. Him in the yeah. Yangtze Street gang. <laughs> I think the arc of him in the first movie is him kind of getting used to his, his new look and body and... And accepting his powers and becoming a hero. Yeah. Because I also have... think he's kind of a jerk in, in before his powers. Oh, okay. All right. Interesting. That's an interesting idea. Does he have powers or is he just made out of rocks? He's super strong. He's super strong. Is he a super strength? Yeah. Okay. I believe you. I also see him, Alan Richardson, saying it's clobbering time <laughs> without being silly. Or right, I'll have to see it for myself. I don't know. It's kind of a weird phrase if you think about it. <laughs> Alan, I think he's a great actor. So I think it's a good pick. Okay. Uh, what do you got next? Okay. Well, rounding out um, with Johnny Storm. Like I said, he's making fun of him now because now Johnny Storm is the good looking one. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of annoying douchey. Uh, yeah. Uh, annoying douchey. I pick Zac Efron. Oh, really? <laughs> 
Okay, they're two different types of pretty boys. Yeah, but Zac Efron, I think, can totally pull off the Johnny Storm, like, I'm egotistical, kind of like show-offy. Yeah. Uh, and that's how I want him to start. Even more than Ben Grimm. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I want him to like rub it in Ben Grimm's face that he's a monster and, and look at me, I could fly. Wow. And be a jerk like that. So that way his arc will be even better when something happens that I want to happen later down the line. Okay. <laughs> he's going to get his comeuppance? Yeah. All right. Uh, Zach Efron and Vanessa Kirby, who will be playing brother and sister in the movie, are the same age. They're both 34. Oh, really? All right. And uh, Zach Efron is cut, dude. <laughs> so I could see him like in flames and you could see his abs in the flames. <laughs> sure. <laughs> You're just drooling over the guys. I'm just casting. saying like... He, he looks like a movie star. He looks like a superhero already. Like Vanessa Kirby is the ugliest one in my movie. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> but yeah, I could totally see him, you know, showboating around. Yeah. Being a jerk. Uh, putting the Fantastic Four in trouble. Bad situations sometimes. Um, also, at first, being mad that they're in like this accident that causes them to get oh. cosmic rays, right? Maybe he's, he can't control it at first. And he has to slow down to be able to control it where he's used to being like gung ho, let's go kind of right. guy. A hot rod. Yeah. So okay. I, I could totally see him playing that. I can see him like lacking being the center of attention. Yeah. Since he was the star uh, basketball player on yeah. the Wildcats. He was already on fire. Right, right. Him is Troy Bolton. <laughs> Also, mine's a musical. Uh, I like it. Uh, I like it. It's an. It's everyone's in high school. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's your Johnny Storm. Anything else you want to say about him? Uh, I will elaborate more on him when I elaborate uh, more on all the story that I want to bring to these characters. Okay. Okay. Um, my Johnny Storm is someone you've already casted as someone else. I pick Glenn Powell as Johnny Storm. Who's Glenn Powell? That's the hangman from Top Gun Maverick. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. I can see that too. I think he is, if you've ever seen Top Gun Maverick, he's the douchiest. Great, great he's, movie. It's honestly pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Never seen the first one. I've seen half of the first one. <laughs> And what is it, like three decades later and they make a pretty great movie? Yeah, they go above and beyond. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he is the douchey one, right? He's the one that picks on people. Like he's a bully. He's a bully. With his like peers that are also like these pilots that are world class. Yeah. And he's still the douchey one, right? Right. I think that's what I think Johnny Storm is. He's kind of a jerk. He thinks highly of himself. Mm -hmm. And he's a fly boy, right? <laughs> um, and... He, I could see him like smiling to the camera and you really hate it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You really hate he's, it that he's, he's happy. He's just playing hangman again. You do that. Just do that again. <laughs> Um, I guess the same thing. I don't. I didn't really have it a, a plot point, but he's gonna figure out like there's more to it than like you know just being a, a douchebag. Like he's gonna figure out how to become a hero or be hero, uh -huh. and it's gonna take the team to teach him that. Yeah. Okay. I like yeah. that. I don't. I don't not. I don't necessarily have arch for him, but something like that. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's my pick for Johnny Storm. I think it's perfect. Did you I have any that, like alternate picks for any of these guys? Um, for that one, it was Billy Magnuson. Do you know that guy? That guy is. And I think Made for Love, he's in Game Night. Oh, that guy, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I, I, I like him too. He's pretty good. Um, he's also in, he was in uh, Mission Impossible, I think. He was in, um, no, the last James Bond movie. Oh, James Bond, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he could, because uh, also Johnny Storm's kind of immature, yeah. right? 
So I think that guy does the immature a lot better in a way. He does, yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, that's my... How about you? Did you have any for these last two? No. You were just confident in your I picks? I was like, these are right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my Fantastic Four... Henry Goulding, Lily James, John Cena. I remember I was thinking like um, Glenn Powell. Like you brought up Glenn Powell from yeah. Top Gun. I was like, what about Miles Teller? He's a good actor. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, he if if it was just from the beginning, he might be a pretty good Johnny Storm. <laughs> like he's a little bit unlikable. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Who else you got? Um, okay, so I had to actually pick multiple villains, Ooh, and they're okay. all kind of. Um, so I'm just gonna talk about my my like leader villain of the whole thing. Okay, my Doctor Doom. Okay, for the whole thing, he is kind of uh his plotting this Doctor Doom. I'm gonna get to the story now. This Doctor Doom is plotting because he wants to get to the negative zone. He just views that as like power, like unlockable power that he's looking for. And you also see him, he's already like the king of Latveria, like the leader. Yeah. And he's the benefactor for paying for their space trip to space. Okay. It, like, cause like space travel is like privatized now. He's like the one that bankrolls it cause he's trying to get to the negative zone. Okay. And my Dr. Doom is Adam Driver. Oh, you went that way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times I kind of hate on Adam Driver cause uh-huh. I don't like his face, <laughs> but he's a pretty- soup. Good soup. Good soup. Good soup. <laughs> I'm gonna eat nachos. <laughs> he's a he's a great actor. Him in a uh, Star Wars, it's kind of the same character. His Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. right? He's this evil, angry character. In a way, it's regal, right? Like, yeah, yeah. he's regal. He's, got a cape. he's a leader. He's used to wearing a cape. He's yeah. got experience in that. <laughs> so I, I think it's perfect fit. I don't know if he can do the perfect accent. I Ooh. can only hear him in an American voice when I think about it. He kind of has like a boyish American accent. I can't think he of does. like a perfect. Um, good soup. Good soup. Right. <laughs> I, I want Dr. Dude to be like half European, half American. Because I like I, I picture him as learning in America or something for some reason. Sure. I think he, like he studied with Reed Richards, right? Yeah. But now he's just trying to get to the negative zone. And that's like how he got like burned was like his own experimentation Ooh affected him like he unlocked like make a small portal and then he got and then now that's why he's like he's rich now from whatever and he's just he's we want other people to go do it yeah put them in danger i see that's his plan and adam driver him angry jealous he's done that in almost every role yeah if you think about it he's mostly just, in my marriage story <laughs> his best movie his best star wars movie <laughs> So that's where I went with it. Uh, my front runner, that like for a long time, was Viggo Mortensen. Sure, I can see that. Just because he he is European, and I can see him as evil in a way, and demanding, like also powerful, right? Yeah. But he's also older now. He's pretty old. He's double the age of my other actors. Yeah, he is. So there's that. So I thought Adam Driver was the right pick, okay. but also maybe too much of a rehash with I Kylo. Mean, Ren. I think he could do it. Yeah, yeah. It's got to have a twist to it. That's my pick for my villain. One of my villains. I'll get into my other one. Oh, you soon. have more. It's it's more to the story, yeah. Okay, because I also have more. Oh. So I guess my movie would also have Doctor Doom. Yeah. But that's not the main villain, so I didn't cast him. Okay, sure. That, yeah, he's not like the main big bad in mine, actually. Like in my movie, he's like the Magneto. Okay. All so right. like kind of a friend to the Fantastic Four, kind of their enemy, kind of also in love with Sue Storm. Oh. Right? Kind of had a friendship with Reed Richards, not anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, He's in the movie, but he's not 
the main villain. My main villain is going to be the character Diablo. Oh, do yeah. You know that villain? I do. Um, so this villain essentially becomes immortal. Right. Right. So I, my, like like your Doctor Doom, my Doctor Doom wants like to have this power. Oh. And I guess the, the, the play I want for Fantastic Four throughout their entire franchise is the idea of science versus magic good point all right right that's what i want the whole kind of like constantly opposing enemies theming yeah yeah or reed richards just doesn't not that he doesn't believe in magic but he wants to explain magic to make it science he like doesn't want to entertain it yeah or uh my dr doom whoever i cast or whatever that is after immortality also oh wow so he's searching for this guy named diablo this legend of this character right yeah diablo is a villain from the comics that is immortal and he is like magic based like he does his main thing is like making potions right yeah i think they call him a alchemist yeah exactly he's from like the ninth century (laughs) he's like he's a spanish guy oh so I casted, um, uh, I believe his name is Isai Morales. Oh, who's that? Uh, he is in, um, he's in Ozarks. He's in Ozarks? Okay. He's in Ozarks. He's in, he's going to be in the next Mission Impossible movie. Uh-huh. But most importantly, I casted him because he was in my one of my favorite movies, La Bamba. <laughs> he was in La Bamba like that long ago? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, he's 59. Oh, wow. But uh, he he's um, Richie's brother in La Bamba. Richie! <laughs> Never seen the movie, honestly. Oh my god. What are you what are you living your life not watching La Bamba for? La Bamba? Um but the main character, Diablo, his real name is Esteban Corazon de Albo. <laughs> de Albo. <laughs> That's so freaking great. <laughs> so uh, in the comics, he gets... In the comics, I'm not going to use this in the movie, but in the comics, he makes a deal with Mephisto to become immortal. Jessica de Alba. <laughs> so, but I'm oh, not okay. going to use Mephisto because okay. I don't think Disney wants to use Mephisto. I'll just say he, he's come up with like potions to stay immortal. But like maybe he's like in a hibernated state. Okay. And it, it, he's like a legend, right? That All like a myth. That Doctor Doom, Victor Von Doom, also didn't change his name. His name is Doom. Yeah, to um, to find him, to become, to see how to use him to become also immortal, right? I see. And in the comics, it's actually the Fantastic Four that dig him up. Oh, I like accidentally. Him. Yeah. Okay. But in the, in the movie, I'll make it Doctor Doom. Okay. And Very cool. He doesn't realize he's unleashed a new villain, which is Diablo, right? I all right. So uh, now the Fantastic Four have to fight Diablo. Um, I also think like in the comics, Diablo's goal is to become a god, right? Okay, yeah. So I think he'll do this in the movie by using Asgardian stuff to connect it to other movies. And in the comics, he actually wears the armor of the Destroyer. I think I've seen that, yeah. Yeah. Oh. So I think I might do that in the movie. He's actually wearing the same thing. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And in my movie, Fantastic Four is kind of like working for S.H.I.E.L.D., working for the government. Oh, all right. And I, my guess is um, they're already like scientists, super, super, super scientists at the Avengers movie. And then when aliens invade, uh, do you remember they use a machine to like make a portal? Yeah. Loki did? Yeah, just to like space for the... Yeah. My guess is at the end of the movie, remember she was like collecting everything? They got that machine and they gave it to Reed Richards like, figure this out, make it work. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's and then the he guy. does, but it opens a portal which then has like cosmic energy that hits all of them, right? Okay. So they're not actually space travel. They're just like hid with the, yeah. the same So you energy. don't have to do a whole long story of them going 
going to space. Yeah, I kind of like that too. But that's how they get their powers. Now, they've been working with S.H.I.E.L.D. as like undercover missions like the, the world doesn't know that they have superpowers okay so by the time uh by the time this movie starts later in like the timeline of mcu they already have their powers it's just a little backstory of how they got it okay okay so that way when they have to fight diablo it's not an origin story necessarily they just haven't just been hiding them like kind of yeah you'll learn how they got their powers in the movie but they're like regular old shield agents yeah it's kind of like how spider-man was introduced he already had his powers right right okay yeah. okay i like that okay really we're learning maybe the origin of dr doom in this movie oh his origin story yeah does he does he get his powers the same way he's obsessed with magic right oh he is okay yeah uh i also want my dr doom to be because i i envision these characters playing with the other characters of the mcu already established down the line so like they interact with dr strange a lot do they okay yeah. so like doom and dr strange almost have like a mutual respect later yeah that is something that pops up in the comics yeah yeah and then um eventually you know the movie happens they defeat uh diablo but maybe doom gets that armor oh melts it down makes the dr doom armor that's pretty epic yeah i like that and just puts it on. Yeah. And then he learns more magic from Diablo. Not to be immortal, but like just more magic. Yeah. That is that weird thing of like, why does Dr. Doom wear a suit of arm, like a suit yeah. of armor all the time? Yeah. If it's like magic that way, that makes sense. Like it's part of the costume. Imagine it's Asgardian. Like right. He melted it down and made his own armor out of it. I like that. Okay. And maybe S.H.I.E.L.D. had it like locked up. Yeah. Diablo stole it and wore it for the movie. Fantastic Four beat him. Dr. Doom finds it. It makes his own costume. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And that Diablo, I think he also wears green, so it's like yeah. color, <laughs> similar colors there. Diablo's kind of like a joke villain in the Is comics. He? Okay. Yeah, I kind of got that vibe that he's kind of like a magic trickster yeah. in a way. I was playing around with casting him. Yeah. I thought maybe John Turturro could work. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's kind of, he looks like that. Uh, okay. okay. I like I like it so far. Yeah. You go with that one? So that's like my vibe of it. Do you want to talk about directors? Uh, or do you want to keep talking about your story? I can talk about my director now. Okay. Yeah. So Tell me about your director. My director, I decided... I, you know, we talked about who could possibly direct a Fantastic Four when John Watts left. I, I threw out the idea of Ridley Scott. And you're like, no, that's yeah. kind of... That's a big swing for the fence. It's kind of dark. Oh, yeah. That's true. I swung... Far for the fences. <laughs> okay. I picked Steven Spielberg. Okay. So almost yeah. like a family adventure movie. Family adventure movie. Exactly. And and it's family adventure, but also sci-fi. He's done old sci-fi movies in the past, yeah. right? Uh, genre stuff. He's okay with playing around with it. I think of this team as a family. Like yeah. it's going to be a family movie and they um, it's heartwarming throughout the whole thing. Uh, he's done, I think, War of the Worlds. Mm -hmm. uh, he's done E.T., right? Yeah. So it's kind of reminiscent of maybe that kind of vibe. It, there's scary aliens in it, but it's not terrifying. It's not even, it's also not going to be this uh, sarcastic vibe of Guardians of the Galaxy, right? It's still oh, space, yeah. Yeah. but a whole different vibe. Maybe, I don't know if they've done a lot, but maybe more practical villains. If I mean, not villains, aliens in a sure. way. Um, they the aliens they kind of adopt in the in the comics are pretty goofy looking. Yeah, they kind of look like ET in a way. Okay, yeah. So it's going for that vibe. Um, I just feel like in other elements of it, he he's got a good head on his shoulders. He's, he's made a best picture last year, West Side Story. So I, it's not like he's over the hill or anything. So yours is also a musical. <laughs> It's a uh, Joker too. This right, he's got a <laughs> MC's got to fight that right. <laughs> 
I think uh, I don't know if they could get him, but it, it might be the movie. Like I actually think that Steven Spielberg could be a Fantastic Four fan. He's that old. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. So I think he, he might be down to pick it up. I. He, that's that's what I'm going for. I, I don't know if there's more to it than just than that he can do a family movie, but very exciting, right? I mean, sure, yeah. Jurassic Park had. There's gonna be future down the road in other sequels. I'm gonna have them have kids, right? Yeah. And so those are gonna feel even more like a family movie. Okay. Yeah. yeah. If that's what you're going for, that yeah, it's a good pick. Yeah, that's my pick. Yeah. I'm going for summer blockbuster. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Like full out action. Yeah. Uh, and this guy is not. I I might be 100 right with my pick. Because this guy has been on a franchise, but he's, I believe he's not doing the next one. Oh. Because he might be doing this. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, which I don't think he is because this is still down the road. Yeah. But I picked Justin Lin of Fast and Furious fame. You okay. Really? Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Definitely summer blockbuster movie. Yeah. You know, space action heroes heroes i mean the characters in fantastic four are basically superhuman yeah and they go to space right <laughs> it's it's a uh, water he's tread before already so he could definitely do like an ensemble cast true movie um he also did the third star trek movie so he knows he could do like sci-fi space stuff Oh, okay. Star Trek Beyond. He directed that. And then if you, you know, the real close-up action adventure stuff, he did um, the dodgeball, uh, not dodgeball, paintball episode of Community. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Get Yeah, get the uh, dodgeball directors to make MCU movies, right? <laughs> um, so I think he could pull it off. And I do want it to be like more of like a summer big splash movie. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Just it should packed. be. It should be. I okay. feel like Marvel needs to make... A Fantastic Four movie that is at the stake of like an Avengers movie. Okay. It is a team of like movie right away. Yeah. You know? They need to right the wrongs of Fox. Oh, all right. <laughs> they have to. So how different is it yours going to be from the ones we've had already? Like Fantastic Four, like the original movie, it was, it was like, what's it going for? It was what's campy. The, campy? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like it felt like Adam West, like Ben Grimm, the thing, and, and Chris Evans, Johnny Storm had like silly jokes. Exaggerated. And then uh, in the sequel, it was even worse with these jokes. Like they had Jessica Alba as Invisible Woman. Like yeah. she could control her powers. And there's a scene where like she was naked in the street. Like that's not even funny. The whole thing was when they're casting Susan Storm, just make her hot, right? Yeah. That's it. And, and honestly, like Jessica Alba's not a good actress. <laughs> I don't think anyone would, um, you know, blame her for that. I don't think she is a good actress. I don't, think, I don't think no one thought she was a good actress from the start. Like the best actor in that movie is the guy from The Shield, and then they covered him in prosthetics to play the thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I honestly thought that was great casting. If he, if we have him that age now, yeah, I would pick him to be. <laughs> The thing. So, like, I also wouldn't use prosthetics for the thing. I would do, oh. like, the Hulk, like, it's CG. So, you still get their facial expressions. They still act. They still do the, uh, um, it's not motion capture, but, like, the facial expression capture. Uh, would it be similar to the Fantastic Four stick, the thing? No. He was too big. They Yeah, I'd still make him look like the comic. Like Yeah. Yeah, I'd yeah. actually make him smaller. Like, he's pretty small compared to the Hulk. If you think yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, He's not as big as the Hulk. No, nowhere near that. He's, like, smart Hulk size. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I picture him more agile than the Hulk, right? And yeah. Yeah. So my idea for the stories that I'm going to try to have them tell is like Johnny Storm is 
obnoxious at first, right? Yeah. Until by the end of the first movie, he learns like, oh, I have to be more serious. And the people that I'm helping are in danger if I don't take it seriously. And then by the end of the second movie, he's going to die. Oh. Johnny Storm dies in the comics. Yeah. And I want his sacrifice to be serious. Like, I'm going to Joss Whedon this and kill a beloved character off. Wow. Right away. Because then also they're going to have kids and the cast is going to fill out more later. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to do. Wow. And he'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) You'll just revive him somehow? Uh, Yeah. Maybe he sacrificed himself by going into the negative zone. Oh. The third one, they'll try to save him. Yeah. Yeah. I like having the negative zone because it's like just another world. Like the microverse you know, you know yeah. you like have these different planes the mirror realm mm-hmm. these different planes of existence are just fun to have in the marvel universe yeah and negative zone so such a fantastic four like trademark it is yeah it's part of them so i think that's going to be part of mine too again so like for are you good with your stories or anything else you want to add i'll add it to it later okay so my thing is like my Doctor Doom is trying to get to the negative zone and he's like just funding projects to get there. Whoever can get there. It's almost like he's an Elon Musk and he's just like, whoever can do this goal, I'm just like going to pay whoever has an idea for that. And um, so my movie is going to take place after Black Panther 2 uh-huh. and we already have a Namor. Uh-huh. And Namor is going to introduce, funnily enough, my main villain. He's So he's like king of the seas. He's traveling through the seas and also he also meets who's like king of the underground (laughs) which is the mole man yeah the mole man is gonna be my main villain for uh, the first fantastic four movie right he's gonna be played by josh gad (laughs) he's he's it's kind of gonna be funny right because again steven spielberg's making this it's gonna be a funny movie okay and we're gonna play for laughs he's like a disgraced scientist who believes because he believes in hollow earth right like yeah it's very retro sci-fi right like it's true journey to the center of the earth is an old thing so it's gonna go for that vibe also right retro sci-fi stuff and he has he gets disgraced, but then he takes up this project from Dr. Doom, who pays for him to go to the center of the earth. Ugh. And that's like a gateway down there to the negative zone that's just been there in earth. Okay. And so, like, that's the idea. Like, Dr. Doom hired a Fantastic Four to go up to get to the negative zone, and he's hiring Josh Gad to go down to go to look for the negative zone. <laughs> right? So, he's, it's kind of like a, its own universe, the Fantastic Four of like different connected things is Dr. Doom still. Okay. That makes sense. And he's the main villain of the first one because he decides to use the Moloids, which are his monsters that are down there and are actually, I'm going to kind of maybe sneak it. There's like origins to the deviants. Oh, okay. That works. Yeah. So there's more connected to the, to the world there. Right. Yeah. That's my idea. That could work. Yeah. I like it. It, It's again, it's not going to be super serious until Dr. Doom shows up and then it's just, Mm -hmm. the tone just shifts so hard. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Shazam did that. What do you mean? Um, when it was like lighthearted and then when the villain got his powers. Oh. It's like the tone shifted to very dark. Right. Yeah. Right. It's going to feel like, I want to feel out of place. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like Star Wars again, where he's he's like uh, a Darth Vader. You feel it in the atmosphere in the room. And it's a stark difference from a mole man who's kind of goofy, <laughs> kind of frumpy character. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Yeah, that totally works. Yeah. That's my vibe. Do you have like an idea of how it would keep going? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. So again, they're a family, right? It's, yeah. it's unique in other team of things where they're a family, right? 
Uh, the whole thing is they're all in their own heads about what they're dealing with. Ben Grimm's about like, you know, I feel different. Uh, Johnny Storm's immature or whatever, and he's just a hothead or, you know, a douchebag. <laughs> What's going to bring them all together at the end of the first movie is Sue Storm is going to be expecting a baby. Uh. And so it's like, oh, the family is growing. We have to think about how to protect the family. And we're just about us, right? So okay. it's, it's going to bring everyone together. It's going to be very heartwarming. Oh. And it's Steven Spielberg's got that to a T, I think. <laughs> All right. I feel like Steven Spielberg lately has been hit or miss. He did a uh, best picture last yeah, year. That's true. He could do it. Yeah. I, he's not over the hill. He's making one more Indiana Jones movie. Talk about hit or miss. Like <laughs> <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. Uh, but yeah, some danger there. There's going to be kids in the sequels like it's the Jurassic Park. Okay. Yeah. That's my thing. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, obviously, the MCU is leaning, going towards Secret Wars. Right. Yeah. So that's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to embrace that where my doom will become like a leader. Oh. On Secret Wars in Battle World. Yeah. Like control of everything. Yeah. And it's up to John Krasinski. <laughs> what? Right. Oh. Uh, John Krasinski will kind of be the hero of Secret Wars. Oh. Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. Along with Doctor Strange, right? Uh, I want to have the Fantastic Four kind of be the group that saves the day because all the other heroes are kind of busy in huh. Secret Wars fighting themselves. Oh, other versions of themselves are against each other. In a way, other versions because a lot of the heroes lately have been getting another version of them like Thor and Jane Foster Thor and like um, Hawkeye and Hawkeye. Right, yeah. Right? Maybe yeah. maybe we have Miles Morales by then so we have Spider-Man and Miles Morales Spider-Man and then You have their alternates. Yeah. Or their second person or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Chris Evans comes back for Secret Wars and we have Captain America versus Captain America. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I thought you were going to say Johnny Storm versus Johnny Storm. <laughs> <laughs> um, seems like there's they're doing this because in the in the comic book, you there's a the yeah. concept art or like the promo art for Secret Wars was the newer versions fighting the older versions, the Ultimates versus the like six one six kind of, but it was like all mishmash, right? Right. So that's kind of what I want in the movie. Like they're fighting their counterparts, so the Fantastic Four and Doctor Strange are kind of like left to defeat Doom, who is now maybe like super strong, but by, by this point, yeah, okay. And it's like they're the only ones that see like the machinations of Dr. Doom while everyone else is just how, like they're doing just their like, own thing. Yeah, they're busy. They're, their brains are like, I don't know, wash oh. or something. Because like, obviously convergence is happening. They've said it in Multiverse of Madness. But what do they call it? Uh, what do they call the, 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 the weird mix of the two worlds? You've caused a, I forgot what it was. Immersion? No. Conversion, right? Um, Emergence? <laughs> something. I don't know. Charlie Theron said it at the yeah. end. Yeah. So obviously they're doing that. Yeah. So Battle World or Secret Wars will be the culmination of that and Fantastic Four are a, a huge part of that story true so that's what I want them to be they're like the their heroes. climax of that like they'll have whatever a movie or two and then lead to that I like that yeah yeah and maybe Johnny Storm is back alive in that like he's been dead and then he comes back to life by that point maybe like Doctor Doom somehow brought him back to life yeah okay that's pretty cool because now you're introducing the super team and now they're the main characters yeah I mean just like in the Secret Wars story like I want Doom to be like the everything ooh like bigger than Thanos yeah and spoiler alert in that comic book he rips Thanos' spine out of his yeah, back yeah that was so epic <laughs> It was like jaw dropping. Yeah. So yeah. he's like Thanos is nothing compared to God, Doctor Doom. God Doom. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're a big part of the Secret Wars things. And we're obviously headed there. So yeah. And also they're trying to solve this 
uh, multiverse colliding universes type thing. And it seems like Fantastic Four are the only ones that are maybe like smart enough to do that if it yeah. is a science thing. Yeah, I have a feeling they'll build like an ultimate nullifier or something like that. Right, yeah. To stop the worlds from colliding. Uh, and then um, just like in Doctor Strange, he saw an evil version of him. Maybe Mr. Fantastic sees the maker, which is an evil version of Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. That was one idea I've thought about bringing up was the different Reed Richards. Yeah. Just like the council of Reed Richards somehow. Yeah. Bringing that in there, but can figure it out how I wanted it. But yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Honestly, I bet they're the what they're going to do, Disney, is like maybe like a mishmash of that plus better ideas. <laughs> um, I wonder if the NER casting is correct. Who do you think, if, if one of your castings is correct, who do you think it is? John Krasinski. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's, that's <laughs> I, any of the other Because I'm already correct. <laughs> any of the they other They already ones. did it. Uh, I don't know if you counted as casting, but Justin Lin is directing me. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Pretty close. Yeah. The other ones are kind of like really fan casting like really like yeah. I, I just want to see it but i don't know if they're the, they're disney's top choice zach efron maybe zach efron i heard he wants to do a marvel movie uh, i've heard that firestar movie is bad though yeah and i i think he's gotten back into acting to have a portfolio to get a marvel movie oh, he's got back to acting <laughs> yeah because he stopped acting for a long time he's just doing the celebrity thing whatever he was yeah he did like a netflix show yeah about healthy eating sure right <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think if any one of my picks is right, I think it might be Glenn Powell just because mm, yeah. he was in like the one of the biggest movies this year. Yeah. Right. Um, I also think like each of my castings, I think they make sense per character, but not together. I think it, I don't see it <laughs> if I'm being honest. Yeah. Does Kang fit in your plot at all? Uh, not yet, but I could see him like being in the mix, right? Okay. He's a big Fantastic Four character. Maybe at a certain point, he just pops in and puts Dr. Doom in his place, mm, right? Maybe. Just like a quick scene. You know, he is a Fantastic Four villain, but he's almost too powerful sometimes. Now, speaking of powerful, does Galactus and Silver Surfer show up in yours? Right. Uh, I think Galactus will be the end, like the third movie's big mm. bad, but... Maybe like uh, just a, again like a force, not oh, just a, a character cloud. That, that, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, because that was just that's what imagine. everyone loved online about that movie. <laughs> you know what the best? I I obviously like looked up fan casting like fan what people picked online. Yeah, and the best one was for Silver Surfer. They picked the Dean from from <laughs> from Community because he's bald. Okay, that's I guess super, that works. I don't know if it works. I just thought it was super funny. <laughs> <laughs> he likes costumes yeah, that's true alright uh, that's it for our fan casting pretty fun I like doing these lists yeah, yeah I thought it was hard to kind of do it all but I felt like each one like oh that kind of works perfect yeah yeah um, alright wanna get into side stories let's do it so for this week for side stories, I've been watching a show, the second season of Stargirl, which is, if you don't okay. know that, it's a DC character. Stargirl, she took up the mantle of the Starman. Uh, Starman's super, cool. Starman's kind of cool. We've done an episode of him before, right? Yeah, I really like that book. Why did you like that book so much? It was not your regular superhero. Like, he didn't want to be a superhero. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so, like he, begrudgingly. He didn't even wear a superhero costume. He was just a guy in ska clothes. Yeah. <laughs> because I think it was a comic book made in the 90s, right? Ska man. 90s, such a far old time nowadays. <laughs> and that's kind of what this is kind of reflecting on. It's 
using the golden age characters of what is it like the 60s or maybe 50s back mm-hmm. in the day sure um and then it's like revamping them to the modern age with the characters that took up their mantles right of right. the the justice society of america you know like that's the justice league before the justice league right sure and so Stargirl, um, she has the power of the cosmic staff. Yeah. And she took that from Starman. And this is just uh, DC just throwing out a random show that they can make, right? It's not their Batmans and Supermans, just whatever catches. And Stargirl is kind of fun. It's, is so, this catching? It's just caught me because I've been binging it. Okay. It's, it's not that super serious. I'm just like plop it on and like oh wow this is still on i'm still watching it i don't know why <laughs> i did not even know it had a second season i kind of i watched the first season a long time ago and i mentioned it's just a fun little show it's like uh this girl that's like a teenager that becomes a superhero it's a, it later became a cw show right okay like originally it was on dc universe remember that oh, old yeah. plot that ancient platform and then it, they dropped it on CW because they're like, it kind of fits more of that vibe. So of, where are you watching it now? HBO Max. Okay. Wow. It's right. on there. I mean, they just have all their DC stuff over there, right? Mm, yeah. But this show, it's like, a, it's whatever. I can just kind of turn my brain <laughs> off and it's still on. And like, I don't hate it. Right. I started two days ago, like second season and I'm eight episodes in. <laughs> so you've seen the first season. I've seen the first season. And again, it's like, it's almost like a Disney channel show. It's just like a whatever... Like each, you normally just leave Disney Channel on, and while you're doing stuff, no. But it's like it's like a CW show. I should say it's like not. It's procedural in a way. It's like, uh, like at the end of the episode, there's a lesson to learn. Like once you know, guys, what we had to do was this or whatever. Uh, it, it sometimes has some more serious vibes in it. You could maybe equate it to Arrow or Flash in a way of that quality of wow. DC show. But it's fun seeing these what would be ridiculous golden age characters be kind of more serious like the villains are actually the coolest part um in uh, the first season like they have like dumb names like the gambler or uh the fiddler i'm a gambler yeah i fiddle <laughs> no you don't you're a super villain but they the portrayals are like uh, they're kind of like kind of badass and kind of cool what and the whole idea is it's just some random small America town that she happens upon and she finds her powers there but it turns out the whole town is ran by villains what that were villains of the JSA and they yeah. all live together yeah kind of like they all just live in the same town okay and they're all just hiding pretending to be these upright citizens in their alter egos right and it turns out they're major villains plotting something evil and that, that's kind of the whole of season one and season two is like okay what what are we doing with like the remnants of that? Like it's now we're like focusing a lot on their children that are in the town. And also like- It does sound like a Disney show. Yeah. Disney it, Channel show. You're, kind of. It kind of is like, also there's the new JSA, which is just her and her friends, kind of. Okay. And All right. They look really dumb in the costumes. It's pretty bad to be honest, but it's it's whatever. The, the, some of the CG is kind of fun. It's TV show quality, you know? Uh, but the the ideas of the characters when you break it down are pretty dumb. There's one character called Our Man. Oh, I've you, heard you guess, of Our guess Man. his powers. Uh, time. No. Well, there is time involved, but he can go back in time one hour. No. What? You give up? Okay. So his powers are he could have super strength for one hour. <laughs> oh, I think you told me this before. Is that super dumb? Does it work? 
It works, yeah. He's got super strength for an hour. So do they do the gimmick a lot where like his powers will run out? That's the idea. They haven't really done it that much. I oh, think maybe more in this first season. Okay. I think it's if you think about it, it's ridiculous. So they're not leaning on it, right? It'd be funny if like like every time he uses it, he just runs out of time. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I think I think they use it more in like the climax of the first season. But um, there's the other girl that's like a girl took up the wildcat character, which is like this oh, boxing. The boxer. Yeah. yeah, but it's just a girl. Is she a boxer? I think she boxes a little bit, but it's more like cat scratches. Okay. And then there's um, Dr. Midnight. And that character was kind of cool in uh, the old version. He's like more like a scientist that decided to become a, a superhero, right? Like yeah. classic guy with all these gadgets and stuff. But this character, like her big thing is she wears that character's goggles. And that goggles are like super, like have AI in them. And okay. so it's like almost like she's barely a hero. She's more like a Google or something. <laughs> it's really... She's Google Glass. Exactly. That's what it is. Um, but it's just a show I could plop on and I, I get a little bit captured in uh, what's going on to the next episode. This whole season, it's revolving around Eclipso. Do you That's know the, the villain? Yeah, it's a big villain. You know that character from DC? I know DC? the name. Yeah. I don't know the powers. It's like more like a like a devil demon DC Whoa. character. Like it's very serious. Like the, the villains from season one are scared of him. So that's kind oh. of cool. Like he's like leveled up there was like a big line in the episode where it was like um there's a difference between bad and evil you know like Ooh, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> there's a difference between a bad show and evil show <laughs> uh yeah i've been i've been lacking on the dc shows like this one is just a fun little show i'm gonna finish it tonight probably because it's just i can just watch it so fast and how many more do you have like five episodes still there's like 13 okay but the other shows i i want to catch up with doom patrol like that's still on my list i'm not caught up on that i can't believe that's you're watching Stargirl over doom patrol i know i know i don't know uh, titans i'm not caught up on you're not caught up on that either no right? but i'm not watching Stargirl. yeah right all right but it's it's whatever it's just a, a, good, a good show if you just want to if you're like a fan of like cw shows it's another one of that it's like mm, pick I'm, up with that sure sure <laughs> if you are done watching air nine seasons of era whatever it is and 10 seasons of flash and you want to watch something else you want good cw watch the first three seasons of smallville oh and, that, then, and then you can stop <laughs> uh, i don't know if I've, we've talked about this did you know that there's a new podcast coming out for smallville like watching the episodes well or continuing the story I think it's not watching the episodes. It's like Office Ladies, where they talk yeah, about. Yeah, so they each, break down each episode. Yeah, they break down each episode. Oh, oh. and you know, it's it's the uh, Clark Kent and uh, uh, Lex Luthor is, is the two guys. Is that it are started yet? It. I don't know, but it's coming out. They're planning it. It's really going to be. A, what, uh, think it's, what is it called? Small talk. No, it's called Talkville. Oh God. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a good title. Small Small Talk's actually great if you think about it. Yeah, but it's too. Uh, I don't know. It whatever. might be used already. Might be used. Yeah, Talkville's pretty awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm gonna listen to it. Yeah, I bet you are. Uh, yeah, that's that's a show I'm watching. Just just popping it on. Uh, anything you've been taking in this week? What's your side um, stories? I've been spending my time playing a video game. Oh yeah. It's weird because it's the fifth of the series, wow. and I have never played any of the other ones. Fifth of the series? Yeah. I've been playing Sniper Elite 5, which is like a sniping military oh, game. Oh, yeah. It takes place in like World War II. When I play like Call of Duty or Battlefield, these yeah. shooting video games, I like being the sniper. Do you? Oh. Yeah, I like that class. So then I thought, well, this game is all about being a sniper. It must be fun. I played it, but it doesn't play like those games. What, uh, what does that mean? Like first person? It's not a first person shooter. You're third person and it's more of like sneaking around. 
Is it a multiplayer game? It could be. Oh, what? But I, I turned that setting off because the way it's multiplayer is one one mode is two of you playing the same mission, right? And you're doing each other, like helping each other on the same team. Yeah. But then All you a, together. Yeah. There's another mode where a random online player could just go into your game and now they're hunting you too as long, along with the enemies, the Nazis. Is it a story game? Yeah. It's a story. Oh. You have missions. Okay. Okay. That, that that mechanic looks like it's taken from uh, Dark Souls. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like that. And I turned that off because I don't want people just jumping into my oh, really? campaign game. That's funny. But I think a lot of people don't know that that setting is default set to on. I'm right. And I've seen a lot of YouTube videos of people playing and they don't, they don't realize. Because like, it's pretty fairly easy to kill the bad guys. Okay. Right? Yeah. The NPCs. The, yeah. The computer. Yeah. Uh, but then all of a sudden there's like a really good, <laughs> really good shooter on the other team. And then you realize, oh, a player has invaded my game and now I'm up against a real person. And uh, it's tough. If you're not expecting that, they're going to beat you. Right. Yeah. So I've seen a lot of videos where people are like surprised that they all of a sudden got shot and they don't know how. It's because someone invaded their game. It's like uh, all of a sudden, like the difficulty switches went all the way to yeah. 10. But I've never experienced it because I turned that off right away because I okay. want to play by myself. You just want to chill out. Okay. Yeah. It's a fun game, actually, like the gameplay. Yeah. There's um, every time you get a really good shot, it does this like bullet time um, sequence. Yeah. Where you see the bullet in slow motion hit the guy. Oh, cool. And then uh, if you have the setting on, it'll go 3D or, or X ray, I mean, where you get to see the inside of the body, oh. like what your organ are hitting and then it's slow motion like the bullet comes out the back and it's almost like Mortal Kombat it's too gruesome for kids definitely oh yeah um, and then as far as like the gameplay yeah you could go guns a blazing but that's definitely harder because then there'll just be waves of bad guys so the easy way to play is a slower pace stealth way where you're like sneaking around, maybe sneak up behind a guy and kill him without him knowing you're there. Or they have the thing where like you throw a bottle to make a noise yeah, and the guy turns around and then you can sneak up on him. It sounds like a Splinter Cell or yep. Metal Gear. Yep. It's, you could play the, those ways, right? Stealth, yeah. Yeah. And then at the end of the each round or whatever, there's like a graph, like a four quadrant graph. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then like the x-axis is like a lethal non-lethal and the y-axis is like stealth or or whatever not stealth guns of blazing yeah okay and they always like chart you on there like how much you were of each thing like, that's kind of cool like oh you were not really stealth you're really loud this game yeah yeah it just depends on what you're going for maybe it's just like honestly i'll start playing like sneakily and then at the some points it was like uh, somebody saw me, so now I have to just shoot at everything. <laughs> just have to shoot them up, okay. Yeah, because then there's the mechanics in the game. It's like things you have to consider, like um, how loud your gun is. Oh, yeah. It will attract attention from another uh, enemy soldier. Because the, the maps, or whatever you want to call them, the stages, are fairly big. Really? Yeah, it's it's not like Call of Duty or thing. It's like really big. So say you fail that, you just have to start that like mission, that map from the beginning. There's autosave parts. Per, oh, okay. But you know, there's been times where like I'm just gonna start all the way from the beginning. Okay. Of the map, but um, it's fun. I think um, I definitely don't even finish a whole stage in one sitting. I'll save and then come back to it later. It might take me three sittings to beat a level. One level. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, and then there's things where like uh, if a guy sees you. 
you, he'll either start shooting you or run to like hit an alarm. So you have to be aware, like maybe there's three guys shooting you and one of them is running to hit the alarm. I want to make sure I kill that guy first. That guy is the number one target. Yeah, but it's hard because other guys are shooting you. So you're like planning everything yeah. and maybe you get found by other people still. Yeah. And then there's things where like um, a plane is passing by and if a plane is passing by, that's when you want to take the shot because it's loud and they won't hear you. Oh, okay. So there's all the elements. There's other elements, yeah. Environment can be at your advantage. Right. And then you upgrade your guns and maybe, you know, this gun is not as loud, but it can't shoot as strong, right? Or this gun is very strong, but it, people will hear it from everywhere. People know where exactly you are. Yeah. And then, then there's, of course, like the upgrade trees of like, how much can I hold my breath when I'm in the scope view? There's like how oh. much damage I really take. So there's definitely a lot to do in the game. Management. Yeah, I like it. Uh, every time you beat a mission, there's like a grade. There's there's the main objective and then there's optional objectives too. So that gives you like a star rating of how well you finished. Um, and I feel like every level I'm playing more than the last one. Like I'm, I'm doing more things. Like I'm using more equipment. Like the first oh, okay. round, I was like, I'm just going to use my handgun and snipe sometimes. And then now I'm like, I'm going to lay these booby traps now. And uh, oh, I'm I'm picking locks now to go around the corner better. So like you start to learn more what what the game has to offer the longer you play. Interesting. Okay, you're getting a wealth of experience. You're seeing the different options you could do. Yeah. Just because you get them, like you unlock them, or like just the because you, you know what you can do. Yeah. You kind of like realizing like oh, like I could do this to get around. Like I could jump through this window and go around and maybe like pick this lock instead of like crawling down this pathway that maybe I'll get seen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It sounds like. Have you ever played Hitman? It's kind of like it's Hitman. Like Hitman, right? Yeah. Yeah. I never played that, but I know it's an awesome series. It's pretty much Hitman with a heavy emphasis on sniping. Is it's? Are you like an army guy? Yeah. Right. But it's also set in World War Two time, oh, right, so right. you're against Nazis. So you don't have like you know like high tech equipment. Sure. You have regular whatever they had back then, like a bolt rifle, classic yeah, thing. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So you don't have like a machine gun or something. That's not an option. Yeah. I see. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I've heard of these sniper uh, video game series before. Yeah. But to be honest, my vibe is it's not the like triple A triple A game. Like it's kind of like. Sure. A lot of uh, maybe under the radar. Yeah, it's definitely in the shadow of like Call of Duty and stuff like that. Yeah. But honestly, it's not even the same kind of game. Right. I would consider this an action puzzle solver kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm pretty garbage at spy games though, the stealth <laughs> games. Like I can't, I don't have the patience. I don't have the wherewithal it, to know where they're looking or whatever. Yeah. I, it's not my type of vibe. Like even Assassin's Creed, which is not guns at all. Yeah. I, I, I never beat one. <laughs> You can try this if you want. It's on Game Pass, so if you have Game sure. Pass, it's it's included. Uh, and it's it's a good way to kill some time. Yeah. But it, I'm definitely not like running long stretches. I, I'm I'll, playing it. I'll save in the middle of a mission and then come back to it later. Yeah, okay. You're not addicted to it. No, I can stop right now and never play it again and I'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'd be fine losing that save. Yeah. Okay. But it's fun for being on Game Pass. Okay. Okay. Sniper. Sniper Elite 5? Like is that what it's called? Sniper Elite 5, yeah. And it, it just came out in May, which I didn't realize. I thought it has been out for a while, but because I never played the other Sniper games. Oh, wow. There's five of them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All and right. also, like, you, I think you play the same character in all of them. Oh. So by this time, this guy has, like, a reputation. I'm like, I've never heard of this guy before. 
<laughs> is there a story at all or is yeah. it oh okay there's like a story where he's like so a, are there cutscenes? there's definitely cutscenes in between each mission oh and you're overall right now i'm trying to prevent the nazis from from uh launching this big secret weapon that they have all right okay <laughs> good job spoiler Thanks. alert they lose <laughs> It's almost like um, Wolfenstein or kind like, of, like it's like yeah. it's exaggerated. All right. Okay. They have this whole backstory for this character too. Like he was born in Germany, but moved to America. <laughs> Does he have an accent? No, oh. but he understands German. It's a, it's a way for the character, the player to listen to the German soldiers and understand what they're saying. To make excuses for it. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. And everyone could just speak English yeah. with a German accent. That's how everyone is talking. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all right. But uh, overall, I give it a, a B, B plus. B plus. Yeah. Like fun to play, but I, if you don't want to play it, you don't have to. Okay. A B out of 10. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Strong 80% of a five stars. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> Anything else you've been getting into this week? No, no, that's it. Just something uh, I've been binging. Almost not at my choice. It's just on TV. <laughs> I feel the same way with my video game. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of these like easygoing weeks. You no, know? yeah. it's not. <laughs> All right. I guess that's it for um, the side stories. And once again, if you haven't already subscribed, please don't forget to subscribe to the Reader Copy Podcast. We also have our recap show every Monday. You won't want to miss it. We're doing Miss Marvel. And we have a bunch of other MCU shows we did in the past. Check those out. And you want to do that by hitting subscribe in your podcast app. Uh, and then we'll be back in your feed every week. That's right. Maybe you're on Apple Podcasts, any of those. Make sure to leave us a review. That'll be uh, tons of help for getting the word out there for our podcast. You know, we love doing this, putting a show for you guys. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter also at the Reader Copy Podcast. We'll be back next week with the recap and another episode of the pod, regular pod on Wednesday. Till then, Daniel, do you want to hit him with the outro? If you like what we got to say about the book, pick it up and read your copy. See you later, guys. See ya. Error.